Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. We're going old school this morning. Did I just hear a Cedric Sabalos reference? Him, What's Zubin. going on here? I asked Key. I said, so if he doesn't get the Lakers one, that means he's not a Laker. And Key said, nah, he ain't no Laker. He don't get us one. I say, y'all haven't been to the NBA Finals since 2010. You going to try to say he's not a Laker if y'all don't get a chip? No, man. He is a Laker, but not. it's not ingrained like that. We brought him there to get the chip. He's knocking on the door. Well, actually, he opened the door. And he's there now. He's we just gotta cash it in. That's all. He's he's there at the bank. Saying you guys he's are standing in line at the bank, waiting for it the. It won't teller. be good, but you guys will reject him if he doesn't win a chip. That's what you're saying, pretty much. That's well, what it means. As a, as a Laker, yeah. What, okay, what else so would if you he, reject if he, him? If he, if he if he if he wins the chip, now there's pictures in the arena. There's all the sort of stuff that will he be one of the that. greatest Lakers of all time if he wins a chip? Yeah, just he, one, he, just he one become, chip. He becomes one of the well because of everything else that he's done. Okay. At other stops, now you say he becomes one, not necessarily his Laker tenure, but he just gets that one of the greatest Lakers of all times. If he doesn't get a chip while he's a Laker, that's not, see, he has to get it between now and, what are we in, 2020, 21, 20, 20, 21, or 22. Anything after that? No, he can't. He's next three years between now and the next two years. He's got to deliver a chip. Can't be delivering no chip in his sixth yet sixth year in a Laker uniform. Why mm. AD is some young dude delivered it? That, that's not the same. It it's won't just, be the same. It's just, I'm putting more pressure on it. But think about it though, Jay. He's there right now to get this chip. The door is open. Yeah. Next year's door will be open too. Yes. But then it'll start to really close. And if somehow they get one. Let's say in his fourth year, fifth year in a Laker uniform. That's still going to be one. No, but it ain't the same, though. No, come on, man. Stop. Stop. That's like, that's like, no, it ain't going to be the same because he won't be the guy. He won't be the guy four years from now. You think he'll be the guy four years from now? I didn't say that. You don't worry, that's right. You got to be careful. I didn't say that. Stop it. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Come on, man. Talk Get about out of here. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it, though, Z. If he got it now, Ooh, big. Four years from now, you would think that the team is turned over to Anthony Davis and somebody else, and LeBron is still an important part, but he moves from 1A to maybe like 1B. I would say it's an intangible assist because that's exactly what he wants. He wants to win, and he's openly said, I want to pass the mantle to Anthony Davis. So if that could happen. Much more NBA talk coming in seven minutes with Rachel Nichols. She will join Jay Will on NBA Countdown tonight at 8.30 Eastern for a half hour of breakdown before we get you ready for game one of the NBA finals between the Lakers and the heat. And by the way, the world coming full circle before we talk uh, Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> your boy, Cedric Sabalos played for both the Lakers and the heat. So how about that? So yeah. said can't lose that. said can't lose. Uh, if you're too young for Cedric Sabalos guide some hops. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, think about this for fan bases though. You would have had Cleveland. He's forever enshrined in Cleveland. No doubt. The first championship oh. ever Miami. I mean, with D Wade, and if he were to do it, the Lakers three fan bases right now that he would have, he's going to be in that rarefied air. That's, I mean, we haven't really seen that. I, I, I think though, and I don't mean to, I know we want to talk a little football, but we could go set the ball. If, he, if he, if he wins at LA, man, I know Cleveland is you know home, and it's the, that was so big and all that. It's just like it's just LA. It's that that just takes him to a whole nother level. I just also feel and let, just let's, from a let's call for what it is I, too. global level and whole nother level also, but. Everything that's happened this year. Of course. I mean, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe passing away. And I, I know people don't like to say, well, 
what are you playing for? Playing for something bigger. The way LeBron James handled Kobe Bryant's death, the way he spoke in front of the Laker fans mm-hmm. about owning that and doing it, that has to play such a major factor in all this. Yeah, that first game back against the Blazers at the Staples Center where he had the prepared comments and then he said, you know, I'm just talking from the heart. That was really And they lost that game. They did lose to the, the Blazers. Dame, Dame yeah. dropped like 50 or something like that on him. Like, so think about bouncing back from that right. and everything else you have to do. Like, Just saying. No doubt. Great point. We'll talk to Rachel Nichols, your on-air partner tonight. More NBA chatter coming in about four, five minutes. Cowboys chatter now. Gentlemen, they are one and two. I want to just reel off their next few games. So if we have this conversation on how good they are in a month or two, month and a half. Ready? Here we go. Sunday, they will host the Cleveland Browns. Win. That should win. They will host following that. Stop it. Stop it. Win. The New York football Giants. The Arizona Cardinals. Win. Also at home. At the Washington football team. Win. Win. How about that? Now in Philly. Win. You pausing, King? Win. I'm, I'm just trying to think. Week 8 Will. in Philly. November 1st. Week 8 in Philly. Uh, loss. So I, I would say win just because I think Philly plays the Niners this week, Steelers, Ravens. Like I think Philly's going to get beat up over the next couple of weeks. So you guys have them reeling off at least four, maybe five wins in a row. Then it gets a little more difficult. You got the Steelers, the Ravens, the 49ers on the well, back it doesn't end of get, the it doesn't, See, it doesn't get – the Steelers get a little dicey, right? The Vikings are toast. Right. Uh, Washington's toast again. And then after the Washington game, who? They got Cincinnati. Toast. They'll host the 49ers. Toast. They'll host the Eagles. They'll win that one. And they'll close the and regular the Giants. season they'll win that against Jays Giants. And they'll win It's going to be a completely one. different narrative. All right, okay. so are we getting ready to just get your shots in on the Cowboys now? But it's then the change? question becomes, is it real, though? Is it real against the upper echelon of the league? That's and you, Oh, that was a nice shot right there, Key. Thank you. Um, but you'll see he actually made a uh, low trajectory. Up, yeah, low trajectory, a little crunch paper ball in the garbage bag. Anyway, um, the question becomes, is it, yes, they'll get wins, but against the bottom part of the league to a degree. So You only, you only play who they put on your schedule. I hear you, but we're naturally going to compare them to the upper echelon of the league, right? Again, so, again, as I always say, I'm not looking at who they play. I'm looking at how they play. Smooth. Like, is clean. There, is this clean? Is, is it, it clean? a bunch of turnovers? Is it is it jumping off sides? Is it dropping footballs? Is it missing your blocks? Is it giving up the goods to a team that, you know, are you winning 35 28, and they're driving, and all of a sudden the quarterback fumbles, and y'all land on it, and they go, ooh, we got out of there alive. You got you to gotta look at how it's put together. That's how I look at games. I, I want to see how, you know, are you, are you six penalties for 120 yards, or are you clean? That's what you – the hidden yardage is key. Hidden yardage is the return game, interceptions, fumble recoveries. That's hidden yardage that you don't account for. People don't look at that. If you give up 100 yards between that and penalties, that's a touchdown for the opponent. Or, or if you give up 50 yards, it's a field goal for opponents. Right. That's important. I was going to say, Key, I think the big thing for Dallas this year is not to play to the quality of their competition. Yes, exactly. they right? got like, a lot of talent. With the Falcons, you saw that game happen. You're like, who are you? Then you saw versus Seattle. You're like, oh, okay. All right, e- so- e- even to the point where the Cowboys, they went out and, and – uh, What's my man named it? Alden Smith. They went out yeah. and got Alden Smith, and Alden Smith looked like Alden Smith again. Mm-hmm. He didn't play in like five years. It's <laughs> unbelievable. He's, right? He's playing great but football. But they got him motivated to play. They found that when nobody else would touch it. It said, you know what? I think we could, I think we get something out of that. So as he starts to, on the defensive line, 
more play, more time, get used to the speed of the game again, he could be a wrecking force down the line. He's been incredible. But here's the bottom line Cowboy fans would tell you, so I'll just channel it. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? We haven't said it at the highest level in 25 years. It's been 25 years since the Cowboys have made the Super Bowl. I know. It it happens. And you know Stephen A. Smith. You know he'll be the first one to be like, (laughs) it's a matter of time. That it's a matter of time. I, 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 don't, I don't believe that with this year's team, though. I think this team has so much. They, they always have a lot to prove. But just with everything Dak has gone through, I, I, I feel like all these are character-building opportunities for them. And then a lot of people don't really fool with Jerry like that right now, right? Yeah. Jerry Jones has is, is kind of put himself out there in certain situations where people are – it's almost like a LeBron thing. They want to see him – Lose. Lose. They take satisfaction in, in watching him in that misery in the box. So that's a little extra motivation for the fan base that don't like the Cowboys already to watch them lose and not give them the benefit of the doubt. I give them the benefit of the doubt because I think they have a lot of talent, and I think when that talent starts to gel and come together, they're going to really be a good team in the NFC. Now, is that this year mm. or is it next year? Remains can, to be seen. Can I give one thought? For a team whose secondary is struggling, the fact that they didn't take Earl Thomas, wow, well, it, it speaks volumes. Some, about, something must be up. Yeah, with Earl something, something's big. Something big's going on right because the, the uh, Texans said it was COVID that made it count. So right. Dan Graziano was on with us and was like, "Well, I don't know if it was just COVID. It might have been some other stuff too." It's like okay, and they're not re- the it. Texans aren't revisiting. So I mean, and they're not re- Texans are like moving on from it. They're going in another direction, as they like to say. And then the Cowboys are like, "Ah, oh, we're good." I wonder what it is. Mm. Yeah, and to your point, I mean, it's not like they don't take on some risky players. They did it with Alden Smith. And I mean, exactly, a whole bunch off. of guys over the years, a ton of them. Randy Gregory, you so name that's it. It's weird. It is weird. We'll have to see what happens with that. They could still pick him up. Anybody could. We're going to talk more NBA with Rachel Nichols coming up in just one minute. She's getting ready along with Jay for the finals tonight. Countdown at eight thirty Eastern. We'll tip it off shortly after nine between the Lakers and the Heat. But before we get to Rachel, let's go from A to Z. And we'll begin with A to Z with three more letters. That would be the NFL. This is a story that's percolating this morning. The Raiders owner, Mark Davis, is pretty upset at the sight of his maskless Raiders players at a charity event for teammate Darren Waller that may have broke Nevada rules for the coronavirus pandemic and may have violated NFL regulations. Keep in mind that Gruden, the team's head coach, has already been fined $100,000. <laughs> the league can put out all of these memos, but if your most prominent people, Sean Payton, John Gruden, Sean McVay, if these guys are openly going to flout the mask rules, you can throw out as many memos as you want. What does it matter if your type A big-time prime-time coaches are not following any of the rules. Mark Davis said he was really upset. He's going to look into the situation a little bit more. He called the coronavirus, quote, our toughest opponent. Tough break for Serena Williams. She's withdrawn from the French Open. Prior to her second round match this morning in Paris, they're playing the French Open now, obviously, because of the coronavirus. Normally, it's paid in and around May, right before Wimbledon, but no Wimbledon this year either. Serena's not going to have a chance for that coveted 24th major, which would tire with Margaret Court for the all-time women's lead until next year because there's no more tennis majors left in 2020. They're playing the French Open in Paris in front of barely any fans and 55-degree temperatures. It's just 2020 all the way around. Nothing is as 
it seems. Baseball playoffs got underway yesterday. They got eight games today. So if you are a fan of a team in the playoffs of the 16, your squad's playing today. Four AL series yesterday. The Astros, boo, laugh track, over the Minnesota Twins. Lucas Giolito had the no-hitter during the regular season. He was perfect through six against Oakland. Speaking of great pitching performances, Blake Snell, the Rays, took a no-hit bid into the sixth. It was the Rays over the Jays and Jays Yankees crushing the Indians 12-3. They're back at 5 Eastern on ESPN and ESPN Radio. Keys Dodgers with the final first pitch of the night, 10 Eastern. They'll take on the Milwaukee Brewers again. All 16 teams, all eight wild card series on the docket, ready to go. And that is your A to Z. I'm extremely proud to be a part of this franchise, getting back to where it belongs. This is what I came here for, playing for championships and competing for championships. Let's go! But the job is not done for me personally. I believe in our group. I know that we can still win four more. I don't look at five seed or or one seed. It's all about who's playing the best basketball at the right time. Everybody got a chip on their shoulder from something. We're not backing down from anybody. LeBron James pulling out all the daggers. It's been like this for a very long time. If you want to win, you're going to have to go through a LeBron James-led team. That the that. voice. I respect that by Jimmy. That's that's facts. Yep, that's the voice of Jimmy Butler. To be the man, you got to beat the man. If you're an old wrestling fan, you got to get through LeBron James. We are less than 12 hours away. We'll be underway. Rachel Nichols will be part of the NBA Countdown crew with Jay Will and company. 8.30 Eastern time tonight to get you set. And let's be honest, there's a lot of people that didn't think we would get here and be set. But the NBA's bubble has been a smashing success. Rachel joins us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Rachel, obviously you are consistently sitting down the biggest names in basketball all year round. And speaking of Jimmy Butler... He said to you in August when you guys sat down, in August, that this Heat team could win a title this season. When you first heard that, we've seen what they've done, but Rachel, when you first heard that, what did you think? I mean, look, I've covered, hi guys, i covered Jimmy for a long time, and I know how confident he is, right? So I've heard over the years all kinds of things from him about what he thinks he can go out and do. But the difference is he hasn't really had the team or organization um, around him that's let him flourish in sort of the ways he wanted and needed to. And this has just been such a great fit that really from the beginning of the bubble, you felt like, man, this Heat team has something. And they were the underdogs even when we sat down in their first series. They were about to play the Pacers. And remember, they were the lower seed in that series, the Miami Heat. And yet you kind of felt in that moment, I was like, oh, they're probably going to win at least the first round. And then they were going to play the Bucks, and it was just like, oh, they got a, they got a chance against the Bucks. So he didn't sound crazy, but, man, he had confidence where, where nobody else picked them to win. Rachel, you, you've been down in the bubble uh, on and off. How, how impressive has it been, you know, in, in live action to watch how Eric Spolstra has made so many fine-tuning and tweaks defensively and offensively with his coaching schemes? Yeah, I mean, it was really fun. ESPN was carrying the Eastern Conference Finals in the last round, as you know, Jay, and, like, watching Eric Spolstra and Brad Stevens go against each other has been fascinating. They are both absolute maestros, you know, pointing at different instruments in their various symphonies and orchestras, being like, okay, a little violin now, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of horns. And they just know the right strings to pluck in every situation. Eric is such a good motivator 
the connectedness of that team, the way everyone buys in. He is the one who sets the tone for that. And then he's just a brilliant basketball mind. I mean, he started as a video coordinator. We've all seen the pictures, right? And uh, it's a fun storyline, but it also makes for a great coach because he's someone who's been breaking down films since the moment he got in the organization. And he really just has a great sense of how to put his guys in the best position to win no matter who is on that roster. Rachel, outside the three stars, obviously the two with the Lakers and Jimmy Butler with the Heat, who else could be a deciding factor in the finals? I mean, look, Bam Adebayo is going to have a huge role in these finals, and his battle with Anthony Davis is, you know, in some ways a mismatch. Obviously, AD, much more experienced, has different range than Bam, but Bam has shown such an incredible just ability to affect basketball games in this playoffs so far. He is what kicked them down the closing stretch against the Celtics and got them in that final game to the NBA Finals. So I think he's going to be a huge one to watch. And then there's always someone, right, who comes up. There's like the Rondo game or the Marquise Morris game or the Alex Caruso game or, you know, on the other side, you're going you're gonna to see the Miami Heat coming up with, you know, a guy you don't expect. So I definitely think Goran Dragic has had some great games. So I think we're going to get at least one or two of those in these finals too because it's just so different in the last five years, right, when the Golden State Warriors were in the finals and you kind of had this army descending of elite talent, um, it's a different kind of matchup this year. Rachel, I love hearing you talk basketball because most of the time when I hear you, you're the ones asking us questions. So <laughs> I, and this is like us being off camera. Tell me, tell me what you yep. think Eric Spostra and the Miami Heat defense is going to do in order to try to hinder the Lakers to some degree. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see how big the Lakers go, right? Because one thing that's that's sort of been the common theme has been, well, when things really get tight, when they really need to win, they go smaller, right? They put Anthony Davis at the five. Um, Dwight Howard or JaVale McGee, they said they basically didn't play for most of the Houston Rockets series, right? And AD is a natural center, although he is, of course, a unicorn center and a center with range. He is someone who, when you put him in that position, when everybody else moves over, when LeBron is at the four, that is considered their most talented lineup, except against this Heat team and what the Heat have defensively. Maybe you do go big. Jay, I don't know what you think in this situation. Maybe you do try to maximize that and then force the Heat to start putting four defensive purposes out. Who plays next to Bam? I mean, do you throw Myers Leonard out there for a little bit? What does that mean for sort of on the other end of the floor? Um, I'm curious what you think if, if the Lakers decide to do that, how the Heat are going to have to counter it. Well, I mean, Rachel, I think it depends if Jay Crowder is making shots. Obviously, he hasn't shot the ball that well in the bubble yeah. this far. But, I, you know, if, if Miami's making shots, their ability to spread you out, I think that would be very challenging for the Lakers to go big, uh, even though they mm-hmm. would look, they play better when they can dominate the paint. But ultimately, I would ask, you know, what kind of AD do we need to see, right? Like, is Because sometimes when they play zone, Rachel, you know how AD can have a tendency to float on the perimeter. And I watch Keyshawn go through fits when he sees AD <laughs> settle for jump shots. So I guess how does AD dominate the paint? Well, let's not kid ourselves. We've all watched Keyshawn go through fits, Key. So come on. Um, but I, I definitely uh, – I, I think it's going to be interesting, and you've hit on the exact key to the series, right? LeBron is going to do what LeBron does. And we saw in the closing kick of the Western Conference Finals just how he has the ability and the leadership to just take over a game. But the meat and the heart of this series is going to depend on AD being aggressive. And when they're in that zone, him going to the hoop and just sort of trying to break it up. There is, you know, you 
do what the Celtics did when they were breaking the heat zone. You go right into the heart of it. And if he's able to do that consistently, I think it's going to be a real problem for Miami. Rachel, um, we've been sitting around all morning long kind of, you know, doing what we do, obviously, creating content, starting trouble on Twitter with legacy (laughs) conversations and having people respond and all of those different things. So we're going to bring you into our trouble. LeBron James is on quest for that fourth championship. What will this do for his legacy if he gets it, and what will it do if he doesn't? Well, I mean, look, I think one thing that's interesting about this quest of his, right, is this is in some ways his most relatable final. He's been stuck here in this bubble and quarantine the way so many other people have had their work and home lives just radically changed by COVID. Um, yesterday, he was having us, he said the past three months, it felt like five years, which I mean, yes, for all of us, LeBron, um, he also is just, what, three months shy of his 36th birthday and his 17th year in the league, which, as you all know, in athlete years qualifies him as the old guy just trying to make it, right, through one more day without his back hurting or someone younger taking his job. And, of course, if he wins, you know, we will get back into that. He was the greatest of all time debate. Um but I, I hope that as we go further and further and, and see these guys as their unique sort of separate people, he's a very different player than Michael Jordan. And, and it's okay to recognize that and like them both. Great point. And I thought your point at the top that people have really not talked about is one of the most interesting points, too, that the Miami Heat are the five seed. That is just something I think with the way that they have played, people didn't realize that. But here they are trying to knock off the Lakers as the five seed back in the finals for the first time, of course, since LeBron took them there in 2014. Rachel, can't wait to see it tonight with our guy, Jay Will. Enjoy it. People didn't think we'd get here, but the NBA is going to crown a 74th champion better late than never. And don't think I didn't hear that little jab, Rachel. I just didn't say nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying, I love you, Key. I'm just saying, we've all seen you get upset at a television at a sporting event. Come on now. <laughs> I know. Hard to argue that. Rachel, thank you Thanks, so much. Rachel. Bye, guys. She, she was, uh, yeah, she tell was, us, she's, yeah, she's been with context. me. She's been with me. A, a lot of places watching games and stuff like that. So she knows you have yet to watch game with me, but it's like it's intense. You know, when it comes to my Dodgers or my Lakers or teams that I root for quietly, it, it you know, USC especially. If USC loses, that's a bad day. Mm. Between the tequila and the loss and more tequila, it's a bottle. Probably not a good combination. Tylenol. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not like, a good combination. Give me, give me some Tylenol. I can't believe this just happened. <laughs> She's been there. She knows. She knows indeed. So we'll see her, Jay, the Countdown crew again, 8.30 Eastern tonight for NBA Countdown. 30 minutes leading you in to the NBA Finals. And one quick note I want to mention uh, very quickly. Mike Breen will be on the call tonight. He has called every single LeBron James game ever in the NBA Finals. So we'll have his great voice on the broadcast tonight. Still to come, what in the world is going on inside the Titans facility after the COVID-19 breakout? Our NFL expert with the very latest next. But For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's a big question Jay poses. We're waiting for the answer. This story broke just after we got off the air yesterday morning. Diana Rossini was on with the Dan Lebitard Show, and she joins us this morning on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Diana, I guess first things first, take us inside. What is the very latest on what's going on inside the Titans and the Vikings facility? Good morning. Uh, today is a really important day for, for both these organizations. Let's start with the Titans, who learned yesterday that they had eight people part of their organization, three of the players testing positive for COVID. And those people were then once again tested, as was the rest of the organization today. And those results came in today. And I was told that only one result came back positive for COVID, only one person. So that's a really good sign as they were expecting it to be many more. We still have a few days as we know that this virus does take some time to incubate. Uh, Let's talk Minnesota Vikings because, of course, they were affected by all this because they played the Titans over the weekend. And a source shared with me today that they had no negative, excuse me, no positive tests came back today. So their, their tests all came back negative both yesterday and today. So that is fantastic news for the Vikings. We're not out of the woods yet in terms of all these test results, but so far so good for both these teams. Now for the Titans, here's what they can do. They're at least what they're being advised to do right now is to leave the facility, which is what they did yesterday. They are getting a a deep cleansing of the entire facility as well. Uh, And they're working virtually. In fact, they're working right now at a team meeting, going through Zoom like they did in the offseason. And until they're told they can get back to the practice field, back inside their meeting rooms, this is basically how they have to go about it and prepare for Sunday's game against the Steelers. Diana, um, when you look at the situation, right, with the NFL, what contingency plans are are they talking about to put in place just in case they cannot play this weekend? So there's a few options on the table right now. One of them would be to play Monday night. To, so a lot of this is really based on when Tennessee can get back in their building. The, the league really wants to give them a day of practice before they have to actually play the game. So it seems like it won't be a situation where if Tennessee can't practice, they'll still play Sunday. So, for example, Saturday, they're expected to be back in the building, but I'm hearing that they could get back in there sooner if they feel or at least they're able to get back more negative test results. So the league really wants to give them that day. If this gets pushed even further Tuesday, is also another option to play this game. The league that was really pushing to get this Sunday afternoon game between the Steelers and the Titans in Nashville. But, of course, they have no control over this. This is all going to be the result of what these test results are going to be the next few days. Diana, how are the Vikings responding to all this? 
I mean, there's nothing they can do. They're sort of looking at this as, you know, let, let's just keep our fingers crossed here and hope that, that nobody got sick. Uh, I talked to them yesterday and, and actually earlier this morning as many people were getting their tests taken. And, you know, there was a feeling that they would get more positive tests because the players and the staff members from the Tennessee Titans on Sunday, based on the tracing that the league was able to do, they were in contact with people from Minnesota. So, you know, you have to figure that they, there's a good chance that they probably got it. Um, but, but right now, the, the test came back negative. So we're kind of in this sort of see and wait stage as, as the test results come in. You could make an argument that with the NFL being as big as it is, the size, the sheer size of their business, they are testing more frequently than any business, any sports organization in America. And overall, the results have been excellent, as Diana has said, but they certainly knew that this was inevitable and bound to happen. The question now is, how will they react? We'll have to wait to see up until Sunday or, as Diana says, maybe even Monday for this game to be played. Thanks for joining us this morning. I know you'll be all over this all day long as NFL fans are really waiting to see what happens here. Something Great job, that, Diana, and yeah. congratulations, by oh, the way. Yes. Congrats on that. <laughs> appreciate that so much, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank That's you. Diana Rossini. She was on right after it happened yesterday on ESPN Radio in the 10 a.m. Eastern hour uh, talking about it on the Dan Lebertard Show, which does follow on many of these ESPN uh, radio affiliates. The bottom line, guys, here is that, look, you know, the NFL has talked about a possible bubble just in the postseason. It's impractical. This year, guys, there's 55-man rosters up from 52, the practice squad, the coaches. Look, the, the, the Titans, Jim Hazlitt, the old NFL head coach with the, with the Saints, he's an assistant on the Titans. He's 64 years old. He's right in the susceptibility. Tons of assistant coaches in the league are in that age bracket. They knew this was possible. Do you guys think that they could actually do a playoff bubble if it came down to it? The league has talked about it. I think they can. Uh, you, you, what was it, eight teams now? In, in each? Seven. Seven. So seven. 14 teams. 14 teams instead of. So, yeah, they, they could certainly do it. Um, because you're not, you're not going to be there for an extended period of time. Right. You can lose and go home. Right. Right. And then the next team. So you'll have a couple of teams that'll be in the bubble for an extended period of time. But for the most part, every weekend, they're going to, there's teams that's going to get knocked out. A couple of teams each time you look up. So it'll be a short bubble. Of course they could do it though. I mean, there's plenty of hotels. There's plenty of facilities around that they could choose to do it at there's tons of places my only concern is before we even get to a playoff scenario is that you know as fall and winter approaches not a lot of people will be outside as much right you have flu season that's on on its way right a lot of people are spending a lot more time indoors uh so you know depending upon what happens with COVID, how ultimately will that affect us and us getting to the playoffs right and a lot of people have said that this is going to be an asymmetrical season and it's one thing going into the season, understanding that. It's another thing when it actually starts to happen. And I think that's – go back to my original feeling when this story broke yesterday. Mm-hmm. For some reason, maybe I was just getting into a slight groove. I don't know about you guys. Like, all right, like we're on week three and it's going and we got a little bit of a rhythm and a routine. And it just reminds you that this thing is serious and it's still here and we're still dealing with it on the fly. There's no doubt about it. And when you think about it, all signs indicate, considering the lag in testing, that the Titans played this game with infected players against the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday. And that is indeed a scary proposition. We'll wait to see what happens the rest of the way. They would go into a bubble later. Some of these other sports decided we'll go into a bubble right away and try to finish it. 
But obviously, from a logistical standpoint, the NFL is going to have to be a little bit different. Still to come, it's before I let you go. And we are going to set up a possible bet on this show for the ages. No, I didn't. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Chishon, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Normally, we say one thing before I let you go, but we got a few things before we let you go. Number one, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Number two, if you're listening to us at 946 here in the East, chances are you probably weren't with us. When we began this morning, no problem. Download the Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin podcast anywhere you get podcasts. In fact, I have my phone with me now. Hour one and hour two are already downloaded. The uh, headline to hour one, LeBron's legacy, if you didn't hear it. And the headline to hour two, Lakers in six. That sounds like prediction time. I'm going to take off my thinking cap, my do-rag, just kind of put it all out there for the fellas. Because I've been on the bad side of a bet if you've been with us since day one. But it was all good. So we got to make a bet here, right? Jay, this is a big spot is here. Is this we? Is is this you? Are you involved in this no, bet I, as well? I, or is I, this between just Keyshawn I, and I? Yeah, since I've already paid the price. Uh, and if there's a 50-50 chance I could lose, I'm going to actually come off the bet here. You're looking for the Heat tonight in game one. You think they're going to win the series. Keys called it, I think, Lakers in five. Podcast Lakers in six, so that's probably your prediction. Yes. So what's the tally? What are we thinking about here with our diehard Lakers? I don't fans? know. Key's the one that wanted to make a bet. No, for tonight, you wanted to make the bet, so I said, okay, bet something. Basically, and Lakers are going to win tonight, and I wore, I'm going to dress you. I'm going to put you in something. You <laughs> wait, lose, wait. Can you wait? <laughs> I need you to be a little bit more uh, – give me some more description. What do you mean you're going to put me I, didn't I don't like the, the way you I said that. I, didn't ask I don't like the way you said that. I didn't I'm going to put you in something. When you gave me Kevin Love's jersey, I didn't ask for anything. I just – A UCLA <laughs> Kevin Love jersey. Yeah, to make it 10 times Kevin worse or 10 times better, depending on how you want to look at it. Okay. So, you know – so, so malls that, are open. Victoria's Secrets around. That's all I'm gonna say. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, that's you gotta be too uh, late. That's for that. We're too early, bro. To that's, that's too late. I might be. It might be classy for you though. You don't never. You never know. All right. So that, the bets on. So I have to do it tomorrow. Don't worry about when you got to do it. If you lose, you are gonna pay it off. Don't worry about it. All right. I bet. got something for you. I'm game. Bet. Key to tonight is what? Excuse me. Key to tonight is what? For for the Lakers to if if they play a zone defense for the Lakers shooters to knock down the, the shots as they penetrate the middle, uh, because they're going to collapse as LeBron bullies his way to the hole, and if AD decides that he finally wants to play on the box on a consistent basis as they collapse down, we kick out the Greens of the world, the the, the Rondos of the world, Kuzas uh, of the world. They're going to Carusos of the world. They're going to have to pull the trigger. I want to change my bet. Okay. 
<laughs> so I'll wear, I'll wear, come on now. I'll wear, I'll wear what you want me to wear. If I win, no. You gotta get the Stephen A. Smith hairline. You gotta, you gotta I'm move. Not my you damn you gotta move off. that. Why are you afraid to make a bet? And I'm not doing that. Why are you afraid to make a bet? You gotta move the hairline back. You gotta move the hairline back a couple. Why are you getting angry about it? Because I'm not so no doing that. No I'm not about to, You see the way Stephen A. looks? I know. No bet I'm then. Not about to put my hairline back here. You gotta put it back there. Man, stop, man. Why you getting? Why you getting all mad? Just take I'm not getting mad. I'm just not doing that. That's a no. That's a definitive no. You ain't messing. So anything but the hairline, man. Please. I don't got no hairline no more. That's why I know I know it's special to you. Man, as sexy as I am, you want me to screw it up. I mean, you lost it's already your... screwed up, Key. <laughs> Please. All right, I'm so too it's sexy dress- for that, It's dog. a dressing bet. It's yeah. a dressing All right, all right. You know what I would look like? <laughs> I know. That's why I wanted to see it on national that radio would be and crazy. He's a bad man. man. He's a bald man. We'd have to just add an L no, in there. A, I'll move that joint all the way back to the beginning Zoom, of the earlobe. Well, I was going to ask you, have you been into a barbershop? But I have not got my hair. <laughs> take, take, take a guess. I actually looked it up on my phone because of my receipt. Take a look at whatever hair I have left. When do you think is the last time I got a haircut? Uh, For the radio audience, this is not great. They, they, do, you go, like, do you get it trimmed? Sometime in the summer. June 11th. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm going on about four months. Wait, no, wait. the reason I ask that because... It, in in most black, <laughs> they have them. I'm sure in all barbershops, but in, in black barbershops, there's this thing on the wall with the cuts. And it's like one, two, yeah. three, four. You yeah, know, the numbers. the numbers of cuts. You walk in if you've never been in that barbershop and you don't really know how to get a haircut. Right. They want you to walk here to say, "Give me one of those." So he wants me to look like that guy in number three. <laughs> and they, some of them, and how we refer to it in the barbershop at home okay. is called a dead man line. So when people are in the casket and they're at the mortuary, oh, oh they just go. Here. No, I'm just telling oh, you. If you look at some of the hairlines when they did, it's just they just mess them up, man. I'm just being honest with you. Hey, look, just, they just mess them up. Said one final opportunity. You might as well look great on the way out. You might as well look great on the way out. You say you got number three, Zubin. Is that what he's trying to say? You got no, number three. No, I'm saying that's you what you say want me. Zubin to, got number three. You want me to walk into that's the barbershop and be like, man. give me a number three. I'll take that one. <laughs> that's no. Cold. Wait, Zubin. Question for you. How many strands of hair get cut off? Wait, like, what do you do? You They're get trimmed? Sides. Just yeah, the sides. Yeah, the sides and the. I, I have the Indian mullet. The party is still in the back. The party is still in the back. But so, I can't, so we, still so growing let me, back. So there. I'm getting the feeling though, when you feel good, like when you're going out, do you do the the the, the index and the middle finger? Do you do do the hair behind the ears like that? Is that your go to? Yes. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, you seem natural. You're a wet and go guy too, right? You What's get that? Wet and go. Just in the shower, you can just go. You don't need <laughs> no, no products. Over the years, no. though, that's when it kind of no products. Gets... You don't need products. No, no, not too Who's much. A wet and go guy. Yeah. Man, he got good hair, dog. I don't know. Evan, our producer, uses products. I don't know. <laughs> Have you seen Evan's hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One serious note. I hate to do this because we're having a lot of fun, but I want to make sure we're always keeping our viewers and listeners up to date on everything here on Keyshawn, Jabel, and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Just a note to keep in mind here. We had Diana Rossini, our NFL insider, working the phones with the Titans. The Titans had one additional player test positive for COVID-19, while the latest round of virus testing yielded no new positive results for the Vikings. That's just breaking. A spokesperson from the NFL told that to Dan Graziano. So add a ninth person to the list for the Titans, but nobody for the Vikings. Well, well, that's good. And and you would think that, you know, the NFL is happy about hearing that, and the Titans are too. Uh, And they're going to continue to keep testing. And I'm sure throughout the day, throughout tomorrow, we'll learn if there's more results that come back positive or negative. Look, this is going to be the first of many flare-ups. Like, we have to be practical and reasonable about this. As this thing continues, if it continues to grow with winter, with fall coming, then 
the NFL's ability to adapt and become situated on the fly is going to be imperative with how we deal with it and, and keep it contained. What are we saying in society, inside and outside of sports? You've got to learn to live with it. Yeah. You've got to learn to live with it because it's going to be here for quite some time. And the NFL has watched the NHL success, successfully navigate it with two bubbles. They had a bubble in Toronto and Edmonton. They ended their season. They crowned a champion. They're done. Major League Baseball is trying to do the same thing and get the regular season, postseason, everything done by late next month. They hopefully are on track to doing that. No hiccups yesterday, though we got eight games today. And the NBA, which a lot of people thought it was a pipe dream that they could go into the bubble and finish, they're on the verge of doing it. Finals tonight. You'll see Jay on Countdown, and we'll see you all the morning on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. You don't have a number three, man. You don't have a number three. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.